104.7's Ryan and Tanya. With Ryan and Tanya. They're just like you, only much weirder. Malagana's Edwards Johnson. For proper compensation, visit mej.com.au. Hit 104.7. Hey, Tay, so uh, yesterday Ryan and I caught up with uh, an an amazing author. His name's Tony Wilson. He's actually the author of Chappelle Corby's new book. It's called Chappelle, The Final Chapter, because as of tomorrow, Chappelle Corby is a free woman. She's been in Bali for 13 years. Oh, my God. 13 years. Um, And the first thing we asked Tony Wilson yesterday was about her relationship with the media over in Bali. Have a listen. It started from the first week she was arrested. Standard procedure in Bali, you spend the first few weeks in the prison cells at the police headquarters, which are even more revolting than Grubber Khan. And even then, she had people photographing her in the cell. Mm. Then she's transferred to Grubber Khan. She had media groups paying prison officers to photograph her inside the jail. Uh, One TV crew at one stage even burst into the small cell Mm. that she slept in, photographing her belongings. She was just never left alone from day one. And she developed a real paranoia about people staring at her, pointing at her. Yeah, you would. Particularly pointing cameras at her. And after 13 years, here she stands um, about to come home. There's a chance that she won't walk past the media pit out in front of her hotel to, to actually get on the plane to leave the country. Well, getting out of Bali, I think, will be probably better in a sense in that she'll be technically taken into custody and taken to the airport by immigration where she'll be deported. And it'll, it's then that we'll find out whether she's banned for more than six months. She could be banned for life. Um, so her life has changed dramatically. Yeah, she so desperately wanted to be a mum and she turns 40 in July, so the clock's really ticking on that one. Yeah, Tony, you wrote her book, or wrote the book about her. You know her probably more well than any of us just sitting here in Australia watching the news and stuff like that. After all this time, she's done her time, she needs to, she's going to be deported. Is she still claiming and still truly believes that she didn't do anything wrong and got set up? That's right, she does, and... She's stuck to that story from day one. She's never faltered. And people like myself believe her implicitly. And to think what she's been through, in my opinion, it's an innocent person that's been through that. Mm. It's just so soul-destroying. And I've also been in a position, having dealt with the issue for so many years, to see the devastating effect it's had on her family. Mm. Yeah, it's super, super sad and very interesting. Yeah, it'd be very um, interesting to see what happens. Yeah, well, Tony Wilson, thank you so much for joining us this morning, mate. We really appreciate your time. Thank you. Hit 104.7. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hey, uh, Ray Martin has a new TV show. It's on Prime 7 yes. this Sunday night, and it's called Dark Secrets Australia's Hidden Shame. And this is on an incredibly important issue, domestic violence. Uh, Ray called through the show yesterday after the show. Uh, have a listen. Yeah, right. It's all of that. Domestic violence is the uh, is the number one. It's the most common violent crime in Australia. It's mm-hmm. underplayed often as or something that's just amongst families and behind closed doors. And you know they're working out. Well, that's not good enough. Over one woman every week is killed as a result of uh, you know someone who professes to love her. It's a horrific crime, uh, and that's apart from all the women who are maimed and injured and all the kids who are suffered either personally or also as part of it. And the problem is greater in the bush. Uh, in regional Australia because there isn't the same support system and up until now police have been a bit lax in, in trying to hammer the perpetrators. Well, things have changed, folks, and uh, and, and uh, we're on, on a whole new track. Yeah, so I, I believe as part of the story that we'll see on Sunday night, what are some of the lengths that families have gone to, you know, escape 
basically, or, or run away. Because I, I believe that, like you said, it's, it's a bit different in the bush when you just want to go down the street and go to the support network or, or speak to someone. If you're out on your own on the land, it, it might not be as easy. Oh, look, absolutely. I mean, isolation and, and distance and, and, uh, and just living in regional Australia, people tend to be more private mm-hmm. in some ways mm-hmm. about uh, what's happening on their farm or what's happening in the neighbourhood. Uh, my own background as well, my mother and I fled when I was 11. Uh, my mother was increasingly the victim of uh, domestic violence from my father. The more he drank, the more violent he became. And, uh, and so she reached a point a long, long time ago that, um, you know, she she wasn't going to take it anymore and, uh, and it was very brave for her to do it then there wasn't the support system but so it, we just need to uh, obviously change the culture rather than provide women with uh, with refuges and some sort of security net we just need to uh, uh, publicize the fact that it is so common uh, publicize the fact that it's unacceptable and that men have to stop doing it we need to tell our sons and our brothers and our husbands that and, uh, and our fathers that and, uh, and we've got to stop it the other thing, Ray, is sometimes it's not physical, and and you know often the case it is, but sometimes it's emotional, and and that's, I mean, horrific, and the side effects of that are just disastrous long term. How do okay, women? You've, uh, you've, I mean, you've hit it on the on the, absolutely on the nail on the head on that one. We we spoke to a woman in Kalgoorlie, and uh, she's thirty two, very attractive. Um, she's a geologist with two children, Christian lady who didn't want divorce and didn't want those sort of failure that goes with divorce for in relationships that none of us want and um, and so she put up with uh, uh, she ended up going to a refuge with her two small children and as I say she's university educated she's a woman in a man's business in, in the mining business of geolo- as a geologist but she had been verbally and emotionally abused for about four years and to the point where she, she couldn't take it anymore she sort of said she lost a sense of, of humour in this woman's case she said that um, uh, you know these days um, there are apps and so she found that her husband was tracking where she was just from her and who she was talking to and, uh, and she was isolated from amongst friends and uh, on one occasion she said she tried to go out to, uh, for a cup of coffee with two women friends and she was back uh, 10 minutes later than she'd promised and, and then you know she got uh, hell and high water for that um, and she said so as a result she sort of stopped having coffee with friends and, and so the isolation and the control was so great. Anyway finally when we got her at the refuge centre she was a new woman and she said you know she couldn't believe that she'd put up with it for so long and she actually said, because she'd never been physically violated, she said, look, I wish sometimes he'd, he'd bash me rather than just this yeah. sort of control. Well, that's, she didn't mean that, but of course she meant, what she meant was that it's, just, it's as cruel and as powerful um, as any physical beating she was going to get. So these are the things that, you know, that we've highlighted, and the good, the good news is that it, it's not a, a gloomy story, it's a story of inspirational women, and, and a couple of men as well who've been victims of domestic violence, um, but mostly women, and, uh, and they've, um, you know, they've decided that, that they're going to change their lives. They've decided they're not going to cop it anymore and they've decided to fight back. If some men who are abusive in these situations have no idea how destructive and manipulative they can be. Yeah, no question. There, there is yeah. a small percentage of... And even women who uh, have convinced themselves that somehow they deserve the bashing. Yes. Yeah. They've, yeah. they've provoked or they've done... Yeah. Now, that's just... Again, that's unacceptable. Yeah. But, I mean, first up, we have to... It is such a public thing. We have to tell our mates in the pub uh, when we hear about this that, hang on, that's not acceptable. You know, you can't do that. You've got yeah. to stop what you're doing. You need some help. And similarly for women, I think that's the one of the advantages of this program is that women will see that they're not alone. They'll see that the police are now be- have become proactive. The police are now saying, 
um, look, you know, we um, it is the, the number one crime of violence in Australia. We no longer are going to sweep it under the carpet. If you break an AVO, if you bash your wife and or children, um, we're going to come and get you and we're going to lock you up. And we're not going to, we're not going to just give you a rap on the knuckles. We, we're going to actually treat it as a, a crime, which it is. And so I suppose if uh, it didn't exist for my mother's generation, uh, and uh, you know, especially in, in regional Australia, um, the local cop, you know, played football or went to the club with my father with, with other men and they kept saying, oh, you know, George is a good bloke. It's only when he drinks that he's a problem. Well, George isn't a good bloke <laughs> because he beats his wife. Yes. And yeah. therefore, we're not going to accept it. Yeah, and I think uh, you're right, right it's, a whole, culture yeah, it's a whole new topic of when he drinks. It's like dudes. you're still the same person. And if you're doing something that you, you do and you're not proud of when you drink, then maybe drinking's not for you. Um, yeah, no, no, absolutely. And, yeah. and, 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 I hate that. Uh, I actually, one of them, my pet hates. Oh, no, I was drinking. No excuse. Bad you luck. still did it. Yeah, uh, Ray, I, just, uh, I was going to say uh, congratulations on putting together such an important thing. But I think on behalf of many people of regional Australia, we need to say thank you for putting this together and, and highlighting it and what's going to be. Uh, probably, to be honest, a tough watch on, oh, yeah. on Sunday night, but a very important one. I think, yeah, well, thank, thanks, Ryan and Tanya, for that. Uh, uh, thank you so much for getting behind it. And it's, uh, it isn't, uh, a, it's not an hour of gloom, it's an hour of inspiration. These uh, people who are doing, including, we've got one woman from the North Coast, uh, Rosanna, who was, she was actually shot in the, through the brain <gasps> by her partner walking out of a restaurant one night and uh, didn't even know the guy had a gun and he oh. shot her. And, and, uh, and she, that's 10 years ago, she's now, she couldn't walk and talk. She's now come back and she's <gasps> now sort of teaching yoga classes and she's the most inspirational, wonderful person who thinks we should, uh, she doesn't hate anybody, she just thinks that we should have uh, you know, alert uh, men to the problem if they, uh, so they recognise that they have a problem. Um, and she's really positive, inspirational. She uh, we, she walked along the beach with us for the first time in um, uh, in about 10 years. She hasn't been able to walk and it was like a, a child at play as she walked amongst the water. Um, and, and so, you know, she's, she's not sad, she's really inspirational and I think Rosie ba- Batty is is inspirational, so it's uh, it's it's you know time to change, folks, and it's and it's in that sense, it's a good news story. Yeah, well, Ray, thank you so much oh. once again. It's called Australia's Hidden Shame on Prime Prime Seven on Sunday night. Uh, thanks again uh, for putting it together, and thanks for your time thank this you morning. So we much, really appreciate Ray, it. Pleasure. Thanks, Tanya. Thanks, Ryan. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit one hundred four point seven. All right, now though. This is what everybody hangs out for. They go, when's Disney news? I hate the show, but I love Disney news. Okay. No one said that. But um, I've got good Disney news this week, and normally I can't get through it because Ryan, I don't know, puts pegs on my face, makes me walk over Lego, puts chilli in my mouth and stops me, but Ryan's not here. <laughs> so I'm going to get through Disney. What is, what, Maddie, what are you... Yeah, producer Maddie's just walked into the studio. He's got a few... Um... Okay, we've got some water pistols. No! What? Why do you okay order? Well, obviously not. I'd rather do. I've got good. <laughs> no, I've got good Disney news this week, and I think everyone wants to. Don't put that on my face. We're gonna have to, Tanya. I'm really sorry. Yeah, I'm really sorry, yeah, Tanya. But we're gonna have to sorry. squirt you with neither water pistols. All sorry. right. Um, no, 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 no. Just okay. Wait, wait, wait. Where are you gonna put that thing? Taylor, yeah. Oh, oh what? Taylor, 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 get Taylor, to do oh, it. I get to do you it. You can't do have water near the panel. You can't have water near the. Oh yeah, I'll stand up. You gonna press the buttons and stuff? I'll press the buttons. We'll swap. All right, I'll cool. give you the honours. It's a one-time only thing. Okay, well, the best news of the week <laughs> is that Ash... What? Tis down? It's so powerful. It really is. Don't get that in my... Oi. Okay, Ashley Tisdale and Lucas Grayball, Sharpay and Ryan Evans from High School Musical. Oh, don't... Oh, that, like that. Don't, don't, don't... Ow! Don't! Taylor! Don't die! 
We know you love Disney news, Dan. Let me get through it. I will kick you. Don't kick me. Oh, but it's okay for you to spray water on my face. Now, okay, so they play Sharpay and Ryan Evans from High School Musical. Don't get on my phone. Okay, and they sung one of the original songs from High School Musical. <laughs> ten <laughs> this years. is so good. Ten I years. see why Ryan loves this so ten much. Ten years after the musical, the original <laughs> musical. Just straight in the face. Ow! Taylor! You're okay. going to get caught the in The song headphones. is called... Uh, Tony, those headphones read. look expensive as well. Read. You probably... I can't read because I've got water in my eye. Okay, they got <laughs> enough makeup on, but that's not an issue. Taylor. Okay, the song they sung was <laughs> What I've Been Looking For. Have a listen to this. Oh, play the audio, Maddie. Click that. Uh, number two, Maddie. Number two. Oh. I've never had someone good for me. Song, I know, that's why I'm squirting you. you. This thing is powerful. Finish her off. <laughs> <laughs> Disney News, this is so good. Anyway, this song has gone crazy viral and apparently these two actors, when they actually were doing High School Musical, hated each other. And now after 10 years, they're friends again. And that's why they released this song. Also, Ashley Tisdale doesn't have a lot going on and is making a lot of her income from YouTube. And that's why this exists. But go check out the whole video. We'll put it on the Hit 104.7 Facebook page. Ha ha! I got through it! You did. You did, you did so well, Tan. And my bra's wet, but... Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Kit 104.7. Ryan and Tanya's devilish fantasies. <laughs> Kit 104.7. So all week long we've been making your devilish, devilish fantasies come true. So they're the things that you've always wanted to do, always thought, oh, I'd love to do that, but never actually would do. Because most of them, Maddie, are like illegal or just wrong. You can't go into a just shop. Just morally and, wrong, you know, I would say. Smash up the yeah. the um, either the light section or, for me, I really want to smash up all the glassware. I'd love to just kick in a door. Like oh, a, yeah, that's a, door a great that's one. just hinged and just kick yeah, it open. Yeah. Like in the movies. Do you think yeah. you're all a little bit full of rage? Absolutely. Do you think that's what this is? I'm not 100% sure, but we've made a whole bunch of them come true. I think my favourite was the beautiful display, and uh, I believe it was her name, Tegan, smashed through it. Oh, the, yeah, the end of shopping Proper aisle. Superman promotion, promotion display thing. She yep. just dove through it. We destroyed a wedding cake. Yeah, a TV. And this was the piece de la resistance. Is that how you say it? Or no, have I been culturally insensitive yet again? Well, this devilish fantasy was Connor's, and Connor really wanted to have a food fight at a fancy restaurant. And I mean, who hasn't wanted to do this? Do you guys remember Pizza Hut when you would eat in? Yes. We, in it, we definitely we yeah. went out with a bang. This was absolutely insane. So we're up in Siren Bar 10 uh, yeah. with Dan. What a legend Dan is. Can we just hear it for Dan? He, get around him. Get around Dan at Siren Bar if you've never been before. This guy, what a champion. The nicest bloke. So we get there, right? It's what just after 10 o'clock. The, but the place is pristine. It's set up. It's gorgeous. It's Siren Bar. I mean, it's a, it's a top-end bar, and the place is just spotless. They and just paid thousands of dollars for a new extension, which is exactly, <laughs> exactly. where we did And the they food just fight. finished breakfast service. Tables are all set. There's cutlery. <laughs> there's plates. There's wine glasses. There's wine bottles. The, the tablecloth's pristine white. It's all ready to go. Next minute, Dan comes out with, you know, trays of spaghetti. We had sauce, lean cuisine. Cakes. Cakes, dips. dips. What else did we have? Awesome. Oh, we had watermelon. Oh, and it was all, it was colourful. The, the beetroot dip was probably my favourite. <laughs> Not the next day, but it was for the visual. And then Connor yelled, "This." Food fight! <laughs> 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 
There's food flying everywhere, Every literally. Way. I think, Tan, you got some spaghetti in the face? Or was oh, it whipped mate. cream? Or both? Uh, both. <laughs> our, our I forgot about the whipped cream. It just went... Er- it, Taylor, it went flying. Our promo chick, Alex, hasn't been able to see out of her right eye So there was days. a team of 104.7 guys <laughs> versus these guys that wanted to do the food fight, right? So Taylor and, so, and his mates. Yeah, and it was it was insane. Newsreader Cat is just getting watermelon. All, it was it was the best. There was food flying absolutely it was everywhere. smeared on the windows. It was on the tears. The deck was covered. Vases, just like big vases, were just destroyed mm. and smashed. Sorry about that. The cups, the roof, the roof, Taylor. When we finished this, it took us, and I'm not kidding, two hours to clean, and there was eight of us. It was the least we could do, though. So 30 seconds of food fight. Two, two hours two to clean. Two hours of clean. And I don't, was I've, it worth it? I don't know. I've still got mashed potato in my hair. That's why. It's not gel. It's just mashed potato. Yeah, I've got stuff in my hair as well, but I'm like, eh, no surprises there. But it was mental crazy. It was one of the funnest things, but... I mean, I don't just know. Just something that, you that, can't that do. That a clean food up, fight in a restaurant. I just don't know. It's I unreal. Check out the video right now. Hit 104.7 Canberra is where you can find it. It's a devilish fantasies ending with an absolute bang. Yeah, and check the video out. It's it ridiculous. Is, it is unreal. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Rip it. Rip it good. Yeah, you've got five seconds to spruik your event. Tell us about what's happening in town. Tell someone you love them. Say happy birthday. This is literally just a public PA. Call and say whatever you want. This is yep. awesome. Yep. People love the whip. People like get business from the whip when people call up with business. I know. And, sales and, and stuff. I know that Ryan loves the whip because he gets to just whip people out. Yeah, you only get five out. seconds. So Tay, I don't know how you're going to go on that whip because you're. You're a bit generous. You're a bit nice. So I'll be I, interested. Yeah, I'm probably am nicer than uh, Rye, but we'll see how we go today. All right, Cassie in Kingston. Hello. Hi. All right. What do you got for us, girl? Cassie, What's happening? Your time starts now. Australian Hip Hop Dance Crew Championships. Go play. All right. Go, didn't go even, play. Didn't even need five seconds. That's oh, great, Cassie. Tight. Just getting it done. All right, Karen in Palmerston. Over to you now. Your five seconds starts now. Go. Moongrub Pearls every Sunday at the Old Westdale Markets, 10 to 4. Tanya. Oh, oh Tanya, sound oh, like she had something really nice to say to you then, but we'll never know what it was. That's unfortunate. <laughs> well, Sarah in McGregor, either. five seconds on the clock. The weekend whip. Your time starts now. I'll be hosting a Beyond Blue Boot Camp this Sunday, 10 a.m. at Club Lime Size at Come Train With Me. Yes, girl, for Beyond Blue. That's that awesome. Was, people are really getting the hang of this. This is five seconds. Yeah, like people are slaying. People are really doing this. All right, Perk in Tug... Perk in Tuggeranong. Perk, five seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. It's a comedy night for fundraiser for the Heart Foundation at the Canberra Club. Uh, three international comics. Uh... I tell you oh. what, for someone selling comedy, he was pretty... It was very dry, wasn't he, old Perk? <laughs> it was a bit low. It was a bit yeah. low. Uh, let's go to Crystal in Gungarland. All right, Crystal, uh, five seconds on the clock. Go. Go to Grimway Street at Mitchell. Uh, Wonderlust male strippers. Wonderlust is a good name, isn't it? It is. It's a great name if you're a like if you're a stripping company. That'd be it's, yeah, heaven. Uh, Joe yeah. and Jerobombra, five seconds. Joe, Jerobombra, five seconds. Time starts now. Go. Hi to my husband Armin. All the best for black belt grading tomorrow. Oh, oh. I've never been to that karate stuff. That I was fun. I was really hesitant after that to even sound the whip because if someone's got a black belt, obviously they could <laughs> yeah. Watch your bad stuff. Whoop for me. I am uh, yeah. Blair, not great at all. Blair in Farrier, mate. Five seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. Go. Charitable Foundation ball raising money for self-esteem and teens. 
Oh, it was a ball too. That sounded like fun. Oh. I've not been to a ball. Canberra has a ball every five minutes. There are balls all the time. I think I went there? to one. I did I did one last year, but that's about it. Yeah. I get more involved in the ball. Uh, Jody, Conda, what do you got? Five seconds. Jody, hello. Your time starts now. Go. Go. Oh, ah, flashing guy. <laughs> what did you say? I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Chin and Fishwick, hit us. Sorry. Chin and Fishwick, go for it. Hello, Jen, are you there? Sin. Okay, oh, no. Sin's bye. gone. Sam and Palmerston, over to you now. Sam, five seconds on the clock. Go for it. The Rainbow Paws program, feeding the pets of the homeless at Trash and Treasure Jamison this Sunday. Okay, Was Sam, that a, a commercial? artist or what? Jeez, Sam, we're going to get Sam in here to voice some ads for uh, us. Christy from Crace. Hi, it's 10 out of 10, Taylor. Yeah, get around me. Doesn't sound like me putting on a voice at all. Natalie no. and Crace, wrap it up for us, girl. Natalie. Number one. Hello? Hello, go for it. Sorry. Oh, happy day. Two box and high. Campus number one. Two box I heard none of that. I did not get a word none of, of that. All right. We have got one last one. Will in McGregor. Mate, your time starts now. Go for it. Hungry brown cow at the old bus depot market this weekend. The best thing you'll eat this weekend. I think they're brownies. Oh, wait. Are these... Wait, Will. Are these... The like the ones that have we've come into the office today, and mm. there's these delicious treats on our desks. Yeah, that's it. So I uh, dropped a couple of boxes off to you guys this morning. So they're a brownie sandwich filled with all kinds of different delicious fillings. Yeah, oh, no, I know. Will enjoy them. They smell amazing, and I'm off sugar, and it's actual torture in here. Yeah, yeah it, w- it would be it would be pretty torture as soon as you open those boxes. That waft of just chocolate. Yeah, they're great. Cheers, <laughs> Will. Uh, that is the weekend with Hit One Hundred Four Point Seven.